This is London. It's Arsenal Gentleman's Podcast. Here's Mr. Herbert Chapman, the famous manager with his lads and hybrids. Association football is the most popular outdoor sport in Britain. Thousands play and millions watch the game. Arsenal bombard the Sheffield goal, but Brown was brilliant and spectacular in his saves from Bastion, Drake and Davidson. Yes, Woolwich fans, it's Arsenal Gentlemen here, coming at you direct from 1930 with a new wireless programme delivered by fiendish jiggery-pokery to one's mobile telephone or folding typewriter. Every week, join me for match reports, match highlights, Premiership News Roundup, for player profiles, for important public information messages, for my weekly feature, Spurs Watch, the lost language of football. It's modern football through the filter of the 1930s. Join me for an away safari every time we travel to far-flung corners of the world, such as Siberia, Newcastle, or Tottenham Hotspur. And Arsenal Gentlemen's Weekly Podcast is the only place you'll find the correct names of all English Premiership teams. So, kindly subscribe now and never miss an episode of the greatest footballing invention since they discovered we Alec James's knees could be fixed with bee stings, carbolic soap and plentiful gin. The only news this week is of course football's twice yearly cattle auction, which grown men have bought and sold for the pleasure, pain and amusement of the masses. In the case of this year's transfer deadline day, the amusement and pleasure is largely Arsenal foes, and the pain largely Arsenal's. Let us not forget that sometime prior to the humiliation of the day itself, Arsenal had managed to acquire a striker, Mr Alexander Lakeshead, at a bargain price of just 46 million of your English guineas. Be profiling Mr. Lakeshead in a future edition, so subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss out. We also bid a hearty welcome to the player known to his teammates as the Outhouse, Mr. Stephen Collingwood, who arrived for precisely none of your English guineas. With the physique of a circus strongman, we're told that he's a fleet footed wingback, although his special move, the last rights, a tackle applied at 20 miles per hour, suggests that Mr. Collingwood will be more of a formidable defensive weapon. So formidable, in fact, that cheery North Korean dictator Mr. Kim Jong-un whiles away those long evenings while staring at a photograph of Mr. Collingwood. Although he arrived for nuppence, the ales are on him if his salary is to be believed. Indeed, after just a few weeks, the chap will be able to buy his own brewery. Cheers. Mr. Wisbank Saunders, Arsenal's coveted forward player, remained with the club despite overtures from the Abu Dhabi Vulgarians. Extraordinary scenes emerged throughout the day as it turned out that despite the manager Mr. Windsor's protestations that the chap was not for sale, would you bugly well believe it, it turns out he was for sale. And then he wasn't, and then he was. And Arsenal bid adieu to much-loved left-back and free jazz-loving French saxophonist Kouran Gibois. We'll be sad to see him go. Alexander Oxlade-Chamberlain, one of the most well-bred of Arsenal's youngsters, sadly made his way up to Liverpool, a cultural wasteland devoid of any semblance of hope, filled with ne'er-do-wells, footpads and the chronically deluded. However, we managed to extract quite a gargantuan sum of money for a player who, despite his best intentions, never really cemented his place with the first-team chaps. Perhaps Herr Klopp's motivational technique of screaming with joy like an insane honey badger whenever his team wins so much as a free kick will provide that extra boost the lad needs for him to become an automatic pick. 
Surely, he must be pleased to be joining a club which, by its own admission, is easily the most successful, the best loved, the most gracious, the most attractive, and yes, the most godlike club of all the footballing clubs that there ever were or will be. And poor old Mr. Sesley made his Italian sojourn permanent. Football does not have enough smokers left, in my opinion, as the old rhyme used to go, the less you puff, the more you're duff. The more you smoke, the less you'll choke. And old Mr. Sesley, truly a glove butler of the old school, delighted in partaking in a medicinal 80 capstan full strength per day. We hope he doesn't have to switch to an inferior Italian brand. Shall we have a whip round to send the bounder a crate of proper fags? I think we should. And lastly, a moment's silence for the departure of unlucky Luke Perry, the Walthamstow witch, a striker who offered so much but was denied a run in the side, has been sent away to pastures new, at least temporarily. Meanwhile, far out in Middlesex, Tottenham Hotspur continue their quest to be exactly like Arsenal by signing Serge Aurier. You'll remember Serge Aurier for the numerous recent photographs of him wearing the red and white of Arsenal, holding forth on the Twitter about how much he loved the Arsenal, his frequent telephone calls to Arsenal Football Club informing us of his availability, and of course his tattoo reading, Please Sign Me, Arsenal Football Club. Well, the poor lad has had to settle for a home counties club, opting to be thrashed by Real Madrid and Borussia Dortmund rather than his dream. To scrape through our group in the UEFA Vars with draws and a narrow win against BATE Borisov, Cologne and Red Star Belgrade. That's it for this week. Please subscribe for more Arsenal Gentlemen's podcasts.